R E A R E A R E A R E A Audio Reemployability. You know, we're going to be celebrating our one year anniversary on June 24th. That's crazy. So, on that date, we'll be starting season two of REA Audio with a major pivot. We're going to use this platform to start telling some stories of success. Taking perspectives of employers, insurance professionals, injured workers, vendors, and anyone else, even from outside the industry that has a story of how a person, event, situation, or moment in time has changed theirs or someone else's life. We want to tell it. Stories are the way our minds process everything, so there's no better way to teach, inspire, and grow than through the experiences of others. Please join us for the remastered, reinvigorated, and retooled REA Audio debuting June 24th. So as I sifted through the piles of workers' comp-related stories in my inbox since we last chatted, I noticed more COVID-related articles popping up. Seems like as we get further from the very difficult, confusing, and high point of the pandemic, there's some dust settling. So we're gonna highlight some interesting COVID stories, as well as some things dealing with risk, employees, physical therapy, and something we hope is gonna make you laugh. Links to all of these articles will be in the show notes so you can read more in depth. So let's rock on. COVID story number one is from insurancebusinessmag.com. It's called Revealed, Strongest Risk Factor Impacting Workers' Comp COVID Claims. Johns Hopkins University and AF Group have published a new study looking into how COVID is continuing to affect U.S. workers. The study is called Attributes of Long-Duration COVID-19 Workers' Compensation Claims from 36 U.S. States. It looked at over 21,000 workers' comp claims, both COVID-related and non-COVID-related, from January 1st through August 31st, 2020, in the Midwest. Now, although a higher number of claims came from the healthcare industry, which makes sense, it was actually more so the age of the worker at the time of infection that tended to be the factor that both prolonged the infection and increased workers' compensation costs. Are you surprised? I'm not too sure. Seems like it goes along with much of what we've been told regarding COVID risk from the very start. COVID story number two has to do with COVID and causation. Here's another bit of news that may or may not surprise you. Businessinsurance.com reports that recent data shows many COVID-related workers' comp claims are being denied. A third to half of the infections claimed to have occurred in the workplace are being found to not have. Rich Lenkoff, head of workers' comp practice at Bryce Downey and Lenkoff LLC in Chicago, says, quote, you can catch it anywhere, and most of the claims I'm seeing, you're getting the causation question. You can find out more stats on the findings through the link in the story in the show notes. Now, if you're interested in finding more about some of the things that have been learned regarding COVID, the workplace, and the government's reaction to the crisis, there's an interesting post on LegalTalkNetwork.com. The article is called Workers' Comp and COVID, an American Failure. It discusses a report from the Center for Justice and Democracy, a national consumer organization called System Let Down, Worker Safety, Harm, and Compensation in the Age of COVID-19. There's also a 25-minute podcast on that page as well. The story discusses personal stories of people who were considered essential but seem to have been pushed aside. As more dust settles, there will certainly be more to learn and hopefully more to improve upon. The link, of course, is in the show notes. 
How about a change of pace? Now, COVID certainly spawned a ton of new attitudes, motivations, and activities in workers and employees. So if you're interested in current employee trends, you can check out a story on ADP.com called Four Important Considerations Influencing Workers Right Now. Here's the list. You can check out the link in the show notes for more details. Number one, employees find it risky to stay with the same employer for too long. And this one's completely counterintuitive to my 50-year-old way of thinking, but the trend seems to have been happening even before COVID started. Number two, technology is affecting workers' outputs. Depending on your perspective, digital tools can be either liberating or threatening. Number three, burnout, social issues, and systemic change are a real thing. Authenticity is making a comeback and people are becoming more attuned to the things that are just dressed up to look good. And number four, owning the when of work. Not surprising, workers have much more appreciation for work-life balance now. This is a good short read and may help you better understand employees regardless of your title position and what you do. In case you didn't realize it, summer is either here or it's on the way depending on where you live. Riskandinsurance.com suggests five workers' comp risks to monitor and mitigate all summer long. You can check out the link in the show notes for more details. Number one, heat exhaustion is one of the summer's biggest safety concerns. Education is the key with this one. Make sure your employees know the symptoms. Number two, mental Number two, mental and physical fatigue is a side effect of heat exhaustion as well as extended daylight hours. Number three, extreme weather. Summer brings faster changing weather than does winter, so make sure your workers are aware based on where they work. They could experience lightning, flooding, or even wildfires, so make sure you pay attention to that. Number four, inexperienced seasonal workers pose a unique challenge for the summer. Exposure increases as people start new things, so make sure your new employees are familiar with safety policies and procedures. And finally, believe it or not, increased driving risks do come with summer weather. Consider that there's more road work going on and there's more distracted and inexperienced drivers with school out. During the summer months, roads are a lot more hazardous. Make sure your workers are attuned to seasonal differences. Now let's change gears a little bit and talk about physical therapy. Another article from riskandinsurance.com this week discusses some novel physical therapy strategies getting attention from workers' comp. With physical therapy taking a larger portion of medical spending than ever before, it's important to have proper strategies in place to help with decision making. Now, um, Antrust Financial's uh, Vice President and Head of Managed Care, Melissa Burke, says that rather than looking at PT as that commodity and its transactional costs, Claims professionals should look deeper into its utilization to ensure it's started and continued appropriately and that its timeline is aligned with the actual injury. More details on these strategies are in the link in the show notes. Finally, a story came across my screen this week that made me chuckle. Now, although it's an unfortunate situation for both the injured worker and the employer, certainly highlights the importance of communication in many ways. This too was from Risk and Insurance.com. A Spanish-speaking worker at Butterball injured his shoulder while lifting, get this, an 80-pound frozen turkey. Upon entering the hospital, he was catheterized because the doctors thought his gestures meant he was having a heart attack. There's no one there to help translate what he was saying about his shoulder, so he underwent hours of useless testing 
before this was finally realized. His employer was responsible for the $20,000 hospital and medical treatment bill. You know, it's unclear whether the worker is going to receive a settlement from the hospital for malpractice. I just wish I could have seen his gestures. So that's it for this week. Thanks for listening to REA Audio. If you have any comments or suggestions for an upcoming episode, please let us know. Email Todd at reemployability.com. Also, follow REA Audio on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check out more content at listentorea.com. We'll have more news and highlights next week. And remember, if you have a story to tell or know someone who does, please don't be shy. Email me, Todd, at reemployability.com because I would love to chat. Have a fantastic rest of your week. Mm-hmm.